Emporium's three Chicagoland locations combine the best arcade games, craft beer, and live events. Check out emporiumchicago.com cpc for a free drink or game tokens. That's emporiumchicago.com slash the letters cpc. It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Hi, Black here at Cards Against Humanity. Uh, we're back another week. As always, thank you to Cards Against Humanity and the Chicago Podcast Co-op for having us up here tonight. Um, like I said, my name is Haima Black. I'm the host of Dynasty Podcasts. Behind the boards on the audio and visual, we have Ingrid Legends, our producer extraordinaire. And tonight we have a really full show with a bunch of creative Chicago talent uh, from all sorts of different areas. And we're starting tonight with Robert Beckman, first time on Dynasty Podcasts. Um, and really, you and I just started talking like very recently because you shot me a tweet and it was a very easy connect. And I was just like, yeah, let's totally have you on. Uh, thank you f- not only for being here, but for reaching out and making this happen. Oh, Definitely welcome. Uh, So you are a creative artist in Chicago across a lot of visual mediums, right? Yeah. um, I'm actually an architecture student at the Illinois Institute of Technology, sort of first and foremost. That's um, sort of um, what I spend a lot of my time doing, um, two semesters a year, um, and then sort of trying to fit everybody else in between that. So outside of it, um, I'm a graphic artist and photographer for um, some of the more prominent up-and-coming artists in the Chicago scene. And you say, like, like you just said you're trying to fit stuff in, but I've looked at your website and your portfolio. You fit a lot in so far. (laughs) How long have you been active right now as a visual artist? Um, I think my portfolio goes back about almost two years now. So that's a lot for two years. Yeah. Um, I'm somewhat of a workaholic. I love being busy. <laughs> um, it might be the death of me, but, you know, um, I really like to uh, live through my work. And it's um, it's brought me into some very um, great situations I'm happy to be a part of. So we're going to talk about all this great uh, talent that you've been working with over the last two years. But let's get some background first. How did this happen for you? Where did it start? When did you first pick up a camera? Like, bring us into the origin of your creative uh, journey. Wow. Um, first time I picked up a camera or started getting interested in photography was probably my uh, sophomore year of high school. Um, I got um, a Canon T2i as a birthday gift or no Christmas gift, and um, sort of just started from there. Started with. Um, trips to uh, San Francisco. I'm from Sacramento originally, so that's not too far out of the way from there. I liked going there. Um, and then taking classes in high school, digital photography, AP digital photography, uh, graphic design, and then sort of... Um, I got kind of bored with photography for a little bit, but then when I decided or found out that I was coming to Chicago for school. Um, I took it as an opportunity to start picking up the camera again, and that brought me into um, unknowingly into LPZ Studios, where there was a pop-up shop for Ben Baller. And, I mean, 
Ben Waller is a pretty prominent figure in um, sort of the street culture, if you will. And that brought me into there and started striking up a conversation with um, the owner, PZ. And um, peculiarly... um, It's a treacherous word. Yeah. (laughs) I sort of took a risk trying to say it there. Um, Well, um, I told him that I was an architecture student, and he um, actually wanted me to do an interior design for a space he he, uh, wanted to make. Um, So that led to weekly about weekly meetings at the studio um, for about a month. And during that month, I got introduced to uh, Vic Mensa and Rocky Fresh, and I brought my camera every time. So that's sort of where it took off. So you were just like, you were ready to kind of dive into that world, it sounds like. Um, Yeah. I um, really took moving to Chicago as an opportunity to pursue things that I wasn't really able to do in Sacramento. And, um, you know, I think as a creative person, you should always take your your passions or even your hobbies seriously, and you never know what opportunities that might open up for you. So you start this journey where you are doing a lot of photography, a lot of design work over the last couple of years for a lot of Chicago artists. Uh, who was first? It sounds like you connected with Vic and Rocky first. or Yeah, Vic and Rocky were first. And then Vic sort of started to like, actually both of them kind of started to do like their own thing sort of away from Chicago. And that's sort of what, um, I had some downtime for a while. Um, I had a little hiatus from the Chicago scene, which it wasn't really a long time, but it felt like a really long time. Um, but sort of between then, I was kind of doing impersonal things like shooting shows and whatnot. Um, and then last summer, I uh, hit up PZ again, and I'm like, you know, let me intern at the studio. And so I started running um, sort of like the social media, generating content, maintaining website. And that's um, that All sort that of digital. Thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, stuff like I had the skills to do and it put me in the room with um, more people. And I was able to uh, sort of cultivate relationships through that. So let's talk about the design work. We'll start with that. Um, the big thing that just happened for you from the design side is you worked on the eye drops project uh, with Joey Perp. Talk about what you did with that, like how that came together. Bring us into that. Wow, um, that was a really great project to work on for a lot of reasons. Um, Joey's awesome to work with. Um, really, the whole team of us around him are both. Um, really motivated we want to see him do the best that we can and um that comes from a lot of different angles his publicist is on it his manager is on it even his his manager's assistant Mm -hmm. really just kills it for everyone um so with eye drops um you know joey kind of has um a vision of his of his own for um what he wants. So my job was really to sort of, um, sort of refine that and um, bring it into fruition. So we started with um, the first single corner store, um, where he was like, you know, I 
saw this great corner store outside of Nini's, and I really want to do a cover standing outside there. Sure. So, um, you know, that sounds really simple, like a really simple thing to do, but um, in order to just make sure it's really well done, you have to sort of... Um, well, the first thing we did was shoot the cover, the photograph, and then just see what we can do with it from there. And we wanted to be really straightforward, um, really simple. And then we went into photo booth where he's like, I want to shoot a bunch of girls in a photo booth. I'm like, okay, how can we create around this? And then girls at, um, which really I was um, sort of put on my own to come up with the direction. We tried um, a few things before we kind of went out and actually wheat pasted posters onto like some random wall in the West Loop and then painted over them. And it turned out really great, but it was like a really sort of, at least from my perspective, I don't know how like Joey was feeling about it, but um, sort of like a hectic and stressful moment where it's kind of between you going out and getting all the supplies and then wheat pasting and um, photographing the result versus the sun gradually (laughs) sort of going down, which you need for a good photo. And then um, the album cover, Joey had um, sort of the idea. He's like, I really want it to be a portrait of me with... um, um, sort of a blurred or repeated effect around his eyes. Um, and we were able to shoot that um, in a studio, play with it in Photoshop, and found a result that we really liked. So when you're working with you know any of the talent that you're working with, like Joey, for example, or anyone else, and they come up with a request... You know, and I'm not I'm not going to single out Joey, but you know, in general, if you're working with creative talent, they're not thinking about well, let's only do stuff that we know how to do. They think like let's do something cool, and then it's on the other person to figure out how to make that happen. So when you're in that situation and you get requests from any you know anyone you're working with, I guess what kind of preparation did you have for executing these kind of requests, or is it something you're just learning as you go? Um, it's a little bit of both. There's always a deadline and. Some artists aren't very good at giving you a lot of time. (laughs) So um, with uh, Rocky Fresh, a lot of times I either came to him with ideas for covers or whatever. And then, you know, he kind of like pushed them to the side, have them back in his mind. And then when we get really ready to drop, drop a song, he's like, hey, let's do this idea. And we need it in t- by tomorrow or the next few days. <laughs> you have six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, feels like that sometimes. And so it's kind of something that you learn on your own on how to execute in such a short amount of time. I like to describe sort of um, what I do as sort of like forcing epiphanies constantly. It's a good way to put it. I like that. Yeah, because, like, you know, you could work forever on something, but it doesn't, it's not really good until, like, everything just, like, clicks at, like, a certain moment. And then that's when you're really able to refine and sort of, you know, sharpen the pencil and uh, get a design that's really nice. 
Uh, and then the photography side. So let's list some of the artists, which I know this is just a sampling. Uh, you've shot Chance the Rapper, Joey Perp, uh, Leather Chords, uh, Metro Boomin, Mick Jenkins, Saba, Tokyo, Vic, Waka Flocka, Young Thug. It goes on and on. How did that come together? Like, you know, are you shooting them at shows? Or are you doing private shots like backstage? Or like, you know, how are you initiating these projects? Um, a little bit of both. Um, a lot of early on, we were just sort of using my relationships to get into shows or get into the press pit or whatever. Um, more recently, um, I've been able to travel with uh, people like Joey Purpin in Tokyo. We went to... Oh, uh, really, like... Kind of, you know, like obviously there's like the Chance and Vic wave, mm-hmm. and then it kind of feels like there's like Mick Jenkins, Saba, Joey, Tokyo, who are like coming up as that like next, you know, they're already doing it, but they're the next ones that people outside of Chicago are going to start going like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, it's really exciting time to uh, see these artists sort of break out of just the Chicago scene, get into more of the. Um, more of the country through touring and mm-hmm. build the fan base in different markets and then really just try to take over the world like something somebody like chance no it's amazing and i think chance really like kind of started this this wave in chicago and not singularly him you know a lot of people have been doing the work but it's now we're really seeing that kind of like continue on you know with artists you know right now and going forward uh so you're doing the photography work you're doing the design work if an artist or a creative wanted to get in touch with you, a potential client, like, are you looking to take on new jobs or? Um, definitely. Um, summer is a great time for me to work. I don't usually have school or any really um, priorities outside of design and photo work. Um, I have a uh, email on my website. I have a contact page on my website. Um, it's inquiry at robbiebeckman.com. Um, and you're good at communication, man. Like, you know, I, we book a lot of guests on this podcast. Some people are better at email than others, not naming names. You were good. That's always appreciated on our end. Yeah, I'm kind of good at email, horrible at text messages, but, um, you know, it's all, it's all um, improvement. You know, and then, you know, heading towards kind of this final couple questions, but, like, working in Chicago, I guess how would you categorize the – creative community here because it seems like we have a lot of talent but you're connecting with a lot of it so how do you feel about being based in chicago versus of course a lot of people go to la or new york Mm -hmm. i think chicago is a really great medium to sort of start out in um the community here is very supportive and really outgoing and doing really cool stuff so um you know in a in a place like LA or New York, like I might not be able to like infiltrate a certain scene. Whereas in Chicago, it's really tight knit. Um, you know, it feels like um, if I work with a certain artist, somebody's like, "Oh, I know this guy. You should do this for so and so." Or um, even working at PZ's, you know, I could just come. Which to is him. like an epicenter. Yeah, like PZ's studio is just like. Ground zero for so many people in Chicago. Yeah, a lot of people go through there. And, you know, um, I really just like to work off relationships. Um, I don't really have a crazy social media following or anything, but I found out that um, working really hard and doing really good work and 
building relationships that could lead to um, a larger network is uh, really the way to go. Well, and you know, when you reached out to me, like literally it was, I do this probably like once a week, twice a week, where I'm like, hey, we're booking upcoming for the podcast. Is anyone doing anything? Blah, blah. And sometimes we get good responses. Sometimes it's dead. And you reached out pretty quickly and you're like, hey, let's do something. And I wasn't familiar with your work. So then I like looked at what was on your Twitter page and then I looked at your portfolio and I was like, great, cool. Let's make this happen. But to me, you were doing the right thing. You were being outgoing. And then, you know, for anybody who didn't know you, you've got the work right there to back it up, mm-hmm. you know, for people to be able to see. And I would imagine that opens a lot of doors. Yeah. Um, I think having a very strong um, portfolio that's accessible to anybody, whether they're an artist or just somebody looking through your um, your Twitter or Instagram. Just lurking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, relationships happen that way. Um, lurking is a form of networking. It is. In the social media age. You know, you got you to gotta do your homework sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I think having something re- readily, avali- readily available um, that really showcases your best work, what you do, who you are, um, is essential if you want to get anywhere quickly. No, absolutely, man. Uh, final question, and this has been great. I'd love to continue the conversation on like a future podcast, a workshop, something like that. Um, but what advice did you have for anybody who's you know starting out, who's listening to this later on, like who might want to you know start doing visual work or start doing creative work with music talent in Chicago? Um, that's a heavy question. I think the best thing you can do is just start working. Don't wait for a job. Don't wait for um, anybody to tell you to start working. Just do it on your own. Um, after my first, after my first year of college, um, I basically sat in a room for a month playing with Photoshop. Um, working on different conceptual designs and stuff. And then when I felt like I was ready, that's when I take my internship at PZ's and put me in a room with who I can actually do this for. One thing, um, to quote DJ Khaled, a lot of people like play themselves is um, they don't get their skill set up to mm-hmm. the point where um, people of... Um, sort of a a higher tier um, won't want to work with you. They'll have subpar work and, um, you know, that's okay. Like, we've all had it. I had very bad work that I hope never sees a live day, but um, just make sure that you're up to par with before um, you approach somebody um, who you want to work with. Um, I kind of wanted to work for this one store in Chicago and I'm like, like straight out of high school, like just moved to Chicago. Um, hey, hire me. Here's all like pictures I take with my phone and <laughs> did in high school and stuff like that. And they did not want to hire me. But it's a good learning. It's a it's a good lesson. It yeah. really is. To you're right. Like you want to put your best work out there. You don't get there until you do all the work, and some of it's gonna be bad. But once you get to that point where you're you're doing better work. That's what you want to put out for people to see. Uh, Robert Beckman, man, this is great, man. This was 
Really cool to talk to you. I'm so glad you reached out on Twitter. Um, let's have you back on, continue the conversation as you have, you know, more projects happening and as you have things going on, dude, I really appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, always. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descent.